everybody, and yeah, oh, is it, there we go. Hello, everybody, and yes, we are back. It is the JC and Bill Sportscast, and we're back, baby. We're back. Um, it's been, we've been very busy the last couple of months, so we are back, and we're ready to go, JC. We are so ready, I'm going to crack open a beer. And we're going to jump right into this. We're going. We're not going to Country Mile. We're not going to Kentucky Street Mile. We're not going down the Belmonts. We're going to start with my diehard of 2018, making bacon, trying to change a team because vegans <laughs> decide they want to go eat on some trees or nothing. You know what? You leave that making bacon alone because <laughs> I've been a diehard since 2018 of making bacon. <laughs> okay, so. For those that don't know what JC is talking about, um, because this this story is of international implications, I believe. So the Associated Press first reported this story a little over a week and a half ago. So a group of doctors, that, that's the key word, doctors sent a letter to a summer league baseball team and asked them to change their name. And yes, Macon Bacon is the team name. They want them to be the Macon Facon Bacon. So, in the letter, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, which promotes plant-based eating, is saying, change the name, because your name is urging people to eat more bacon, and it gives you the risk of colorectal cancer and other diseases, and it sends the wrong messages to fans. That is what was written in the letter. So, uh, the response is, well, okay, let me tell you what they, what they serve there at, at, at the ballpark. You got bacon wrapped bacon, steak cut bacon, bacon cheeseburger, bacon dog, bacon loaded cheese fries, bacon loaded mac and cheese, and bacon chips. So, in a statement, to a news station, one of the uh, executives of the Macon Bacon expressed disappointment that the group has expressed disapproval of our branding and said that there was a plant-based option on the ballpark's menu. The Make It Bacon do not view ourselves as a glorification of an unhealthy lifestyle. Rather, we pride ourselves on being a fun-natured organization focused on bringing families and communities together of middle Georgia and beyond. This team has been around for five years. All right. You know... I I am honestly going to say this right now. Next year, me and Bill are going to Macon 
to watch a baseball game in the summer league, and we're going to eat a bacon fried wrap bacon, bacon steak cuts. We're going to eat whatever you have on that on that menu. I'm going to get myself a bacon bacon jersey with the hawk on the back. You guys, and you know what? The best part of the whole thing is they are not going to fold. We're tired of changing team names. We're tired of it all. I mean, yes, we get the Indians. We get the Redskins. Sorry. We change them. You do not change making bacon. That is a classic 2018 team established in 2018. I've been a diehard since 2018 for that team. And we're done with it. You cannot change it. And some guy who does not process bacon in your system, that's on you. I am tired of it. I'm done with it. Uh, it. This is sports. Is that not a fun thing? I mean, have you seen their jerseys? I actually I, just looked at them. I'm going to use my swear for this one and one only episode. It's a Yay. fucking bacon. Yay. I love it. Okay, here's here's my thing. Obviously, we are not doctors, nor have we ever claimed to be doctors. But I do play one on TV. There you go. I think it's okay to have some bacon. The team is not in any way saying you got to eat bacon every meal. Bacon, 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 bacon. That's not what it is. And then, if you're going to ruin the name, then you're going to ruin the mascot. Do you remember? Did I tell you what the uh, mascot's name is? Well, I didn't think you appreciate mascots after Poe blew up his his wing and the gritty. But what is his name? Kevin. See, you cannot change that name. Kevin is the mascot of Macon Bacon. And Kevin Bacon himself approves of this. Yes, it's a bacon in a baseball that's half flying off. I mean, you know, I'm just going, I looked on Google. We got the Savannah Bananas. Fun, fun watching to watch. They got the Portland Pickles. What's, I mean, what are they going to do? Too much vinegar in it. We can't have pickles anymore. Come on, man. You cannot do this anymore. You cannot. It's not, there's nothing wrong with the name. It doesn't offend nobody. I mean, how many pounds of bacon have you in, in your life, Bill? Um, I, it's definitely in the double digits, maybe close to triple, but we don't have bacon all the time. So. Right. Sometimes you have hash browns, you, you put some onions in there, right? We have our vegetables, you know? I mean, one of my favorite dishes that we have every once in a while is bacon fried rice. And oh, man. That- is so good. Mm. See, and, you know, that's, yeah, and that's what I want to hear, you know. 
lived. We're only here for what? 80 years, 70 years. Some of us, 60 if we're good. <laughs> yeah, 90 if we're good. Me and Bill will probably be here to 105 in our wheelchairs doing a podcast. You know? Because <laughs> we have I, no I stress. Like or hope that. <laughs> I mean, right now I'm looking at stands that make it bacon or one and all. Oh, my. One and oh. I mean, so they play against the Lexington County Blowfish, who are one and oh. The Forest City Owls, who are zero and one. And what about the Asbro Zookeepers? Where's Pete on that one, man? They're called Zookeepers. Like, enough is enough with the name changes. We're, we get it. Yes. You know what? You eat too much bacon. Maybe way too much bacon, you die. Exactly. Mm, guy, like, if, if you eat it. too much bacon. Too much bacon, you know? That's what happens. But to sit there and tell us that they have to change a team name, unacceptable. Don't like it. You know, we, we watch some team, some teams get their names get changed and how that worked out. How's the commanders working out? How are the guardians working out? Not pretty good. Well, we're about to have new owners, so I guess that's pretty good. Yes. They had to sell it. <laughs> right. I mean, after everything was going on, you know, it had to be done. But for making bacon, I'm over myself a making bacon jersey, and I can't wait. Once I get it, I'm going to throw it on there. I'm going to do myself a video on it. Well, you know that one and O that you are talking about is the second. Is it? I don't know. This website's so weird. Like, I'm on the Coastal Plain League website. Yes. And oh, they sorry, are... They're... Well, it says overall they're 14 and 9, but the first half, they went 14 and 9. I don't... This is weird website. Yeah. They're playing the Savannah Bananas. The Savannah Bananas are 4 and 1. That's 2021, the Breakfast Bowl standings. I mean, does it not get um, better than this? I mean, these guys are making baseball fun. And is baseball not fun to watch right now? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I mean, I mean we're going to roll right into this. But, I mean, you're talking about two teams, the Savannah Bananas, the Making Bacon. You know, this, let's leave the sport alone. Because people are coming out in droves. I mean, millions of fans are coming through the stands since they shortened the game. People are now attentive to baseball. Things are going on. I mean, you're talking about Ronnie Okuna. You're talking about Shohei Otani, who's probably right now the greatest baseball player ever, 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 ever to step on that field right now. And you know what? They're going to Seattle. If you guys are in the Seattle area, and you're listening to the show right now, you got to go there. You got to get tickets, man. You're going to see a home run derby. You're going to see Mookie Betts. You're going to see Shohei Otani. You're going to see Vladdy Guerrero. You know, I mean, you guys need us. You know, I'm going to sit there and cry for a second because baseball has become from the bottom. I mean, if you're if this is a horse race, baseball is past. Hockey is past basketball, 
and it's ready to pass football. I mean, here's the thing, and and I'm glad you brought up Shohei Otani. He hasn't even entered the prime of his career yet. He's going to turn 29 on Wednesday. And in the he's in his sixth year in the major leagues. So in six years, even though the season is not over yet, he will have made three all-star games, won the MVP, a Silver Slugger Award, has won Rookie of the Year. You could make the argument should have a Cy Young, and he's only getting better. He's only getting better. And this year, I think, you know, I, I'll put it this way. Do you think he wins a Cy Young and the MVP in the same year? Wow. In the same year. I mean, who's better than him right now? 31 home runs? I mean, he's going for the triple, triple crown right now. Right. We are literally watching history through our eyes. I mean, I got the MLB package, mm-hmm. and I get to watch, watch all the games I want. I get to watch minor league baseball. And we'll get to Manoa in a second. But I get I put on the Angels games. For the fact that you watch Shohei and do it and when they say he's not work he's not playing, I don't play that game. Okay. So to help your argument, uh I went to baseballreference.com, which is a fantastic website for those that yeah. you know. He leads the American League in triples with five. Home runs, 31. RBI, 68. Slugging percentage is a 670. His OPS is over 1. His OPS plus is a 185. This all leads the major leagues. Yeah. And what about pitching stats? Uh, right now, he has a 3.02 ERA. Let me repeat that. 3.02 ERA. Which isn't Cy Young worthy yet. He's going to knock that thing down to about 2.2. <laughs> uh, let's see. He has, I'm trying to find, 127 strikeouts. He's only walked 39. He has not intentionally walked anybody this year. It's How many batters he hit? Uh, nine. He, le- he leads the American League in hitters. Uh, or hit, <laughs> hit by pitches. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you get hit by Shohei, you're not going to charge a mound, are you? No. Right? I mean, that's, I mean, He's a well, he's a well-rounded pitcher. I believe he knocks that ERA down about two point two. I think he's second in strikeouts. I think Kevin Gosman's first. And you know what? I think he could win the Cy Young and the MVP. It's very in the possible. Second. Look, he's started sixteen games as a pitcher so far this year. He's seven and three for the season. Yep. 
Seven and three. With 31 whole runs. Mm-hmm. All over 100. I mean, this is like Ichiro morphed into Babe Ruth. And this is what we have. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here that may surprise everyone. If Shohei Otani today announced he was retiring like this very second, his career ERA would be under three. Which is impressive. That's impressive. It it is. It really is. I mean, we like Okay, what Aaron Judge did last season was incredible. The fact that he hit 62 home runs. He has the American League record. I don't know if Shohei's going to get there. I I don't know. I think he's definitely going to get to 50 if he stays healthy. Could he touch 60? It's possible. You know, if he touches 60... I mean, how about this? I want to throw this one out right now. What happens if he hits 74 home runs? He would have to go on such a ridiculous pace. Like, it's not even funny what kind of a pace he'd have to go on to get. Because what what was Barry Bonds at the All-Star break when he broke it, when he broke the record? Uh, the as the asterisk record. Let me yeah, let me check that. That was a one when he did that, correct? I believe so. Yes. Okay, so two thousand one. I don't think it's going to give me why. That might not. Actually, I'll, you know what? Let me Google it real quick. You you keep talking and I'll. But I will say this. I mean, we're right now, we're watching something that we've never seen. I mean, you know, this, this would be, how would you cool this as base or as a football? How about Johnny and I is playing both offense, defense, throwing 40 touchdowns, having eight picks back in the day. How about Wayne Gretzky throwing on the pads? How about a 70-goal season? And also making, a, making what, a, a save average of .928. We don't see this at any time anymore, do we? No. You know, okay. and basketball, basketball can never do it. Basketball can never do what baseball is doing. All right, I want to give a shout-out to statmuse.com for this. At the All-Star break in 2001, Barry Bonds was at 39 home runs. And Otani's at 31. And he still has a week. Yep. We're not, so we're not saying he's going to hit eight home runs by next Monday. But Well, you never know, man. That guy's, that guy's hitting everything right now. I mean, 493 yards. Did you see that bomb? I heard about it. Man, I was watching, I was like, that thing is gone. I mean, I sit in my little leather chair that I've had since, like, 1996. 
<laughs> thing is old. Private fill of mice because it's in the garage. The wife will never let me allow it to bring it into the house. And I watched that one. As Susie swung it, I was like, oh, man, that thing is gone. You know. My wife will never let me bring it in. <laughs> oh, no. She said, what? There's mouse turds in there. She got up. She's never sat there again. I'm like, hey, you just had to vacuum it up. Okay. Now, now let me ask you a question. Sierra's question here. Okay. Because you have Otani starting yep. as the designated hitter for the All-Star game. Yep. You're Dusty Baker. Pretend you're Dusty Baker. All right. Does he start the All-Star game? Is he your starting pitcher for the All-Star game? Because you've, uh, you've got a bunch of good candidates here. I mean, you got Garrett Cole, Sonny Gray, who had a good performance yesterday, even though he didn't win that game. Uh, McClanahan, Gosman, Ivaldi. I mean, you know <laughs> he starts that game. He throws one inning, he starts, like last year. And you know why? Because the fans want to see it. You, you, you put Otani as the picture of the All-Star game, they're coming over from Japan. They're coming over from China. They're coming over from South Korea. Unfortunately, North Korea has a no-fly zone right now. They're coming right. over from that side, from Asia, right, to watch it. Oh, hey, it's on. And they're going to throw it on the TVs. You want to know why the game is getting bigger and better? Two, two, what? Sorry, two things why. And I'll tell you why. One, Shohei Otani is the number one reason why baseball is getting better and bigger. Number two, because the games aren't as slow as they used to be. I mean, you can't turn your back and there's something going on. You know, you go for you go for a Yahoo. You know, most of you guys drink Yahoo or chocolate milk or whatever. There's already plays going. Something's going on. There's always an action pitch going on now. So the guy walking around, checking his fingernails, got his phone with his mom. Hey man, what pitch should I phone? No, this is this is what I like about baseball. It's finally stepped up to the plate. Pardon the pun. And this and that is a pun, but it's taken over. I guarantee it's taken over hockey. I mean it always has taken over basketball, and it's making a race for for football right now. I think what will be interesting is to see a day or two days after what the rating is in the United States of the All-Star game. Because if it's a good number, like I, I in my mind I'm thinking if it's in double digits, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be triple digits. It's not going to be the Super Bowl. But if it's no. double digits, then they will succeed. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, because we didn't get a chance to talk about this. I went uh, about two weeks ago, actually, to a Nationals game. Me, my dad, and my nephew, JT. This was like, we were like, Let's do this, you know, let's just go have fun. JC, I kid you not, 
I have not felt a game in person go that fast in forever. Because we got to like the sixth or seventh inning, and it's not even six o'clock yet. And I look at JT and I'm like, hey, you want to get something to eat? Because, you know, they may be closing up in a little bit. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's he's a big boy. He's 13 years old. But, you know, as his uncle, I'm still kind of, you know, like, hey, maybe you should get something to eat while, you know, while we're at it. Because, I mean, I, I did get something to eat at uh, at my new favorite stand at the ballpark, CU Tater, which I recommend everyone go to if you go to the Nationals Park. Does it have bacon? Uh, unfortunately not, but it does have barbecue in one of the dishes. Oh, wow, there you go. One, the, the one that I got was a backyard barbecue. With mm. macaroni and cheese. Oh, it's so good. No, but I could tell you from experience, and I'm telling you ahead of time because you got a big event coming up in September with your dad. Yep. The game is going to go a lot faster in person. Like, if you thought watching it on TV, the game going fast, it pales in comparison to watching it live. It goes quick. Is that not what, what they, they strive for? Is that not what we wanted for baseball? I mean, baseball is slow. You know? The tortoise could have beat baseball in a race. Yeah. Not anymore. And no. it's drawing fans to the stands. It is. I honestly, I can't. They've released ratings, and these are some of the biggest weekends. Yes. You know? And why? Because our attention spans have gone from watching it, writing it down, you know, discussing what we're going to do every play to, holy crap, what's going on here? What's going on there? How did he get on segment? Oh, now he's still in third. What's going on? Like, okay, the game that we were at had 33,000 people on a Saturday. 33,000. That's good for a Saturday game. And granted, you know, the Nationals don't have the best record. But that team is fighting every single game. Even, you know, when they got beat 19-4 to the other day. You know... And that's the kind of baseball that I want to see. I want to see my team fight, even if they are in last place, even if, you know, they lose a couple games in a row here or there. The fact that they continue to fight, unlike a certain Northern California team who is more than likely on their way out, that's what I want to see. I want to see them fight. I want to see them play to win. And even if they don't win, put in the 110% effort. Yep. And you know what? In two and a half hours, they do. They're putting it in. I mean, it's a slow rose for the Oakland Athletics. Oh, man. We're, I mean, where do we even start with that one? I know we're going to do a podcast on the history and legacy of sports. Well, that. That's been kind of changed. I think you and I are going to be doing it on on our show here about oh, the history of Oakland moving. But go ahead, because I mean, did, were you not impressed when they did the reverse protest 
and had 27,000 fans, and all you heard, they did the, in the fifth inning, did not say a word, the, the stadium was quiet, mm-hmm. and then all you heard was, sell the team, sell the team, and it just resonated to the whole stadium. I mean, we're talking the legends played there. Ricky Henderson, Mark McGuire, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, Dave Stewart. I mean, we're talking guys who sat in that, who played in that stadium. Now, Oakland's also default in not building a new stadium. Thank you. Oh, thank you. They did not. They drug their feet. They lost their Raiders. They still drug their feet and said, well, what? And now you're going to lose. You're going to lose the athletics. They're going to Vegas. You know why? Because you did not build a new stadium. You don't have to build a big ass stadium. Mm-hmm. Oh, 35,000 fans in the stands. You know what? They're coming out to support your team. Everybody you talk to, you hear on the radio and on TV saying, I hate to play in Oakland. Those fans are crazy. I mean, a guy got suspended this year for it. Rendon got suspended because the athletic fans went after him. You know? And now, it's. I think it's almost all done. I think it's yeah. all done. Yeah. I think they're going to move. And what does that tell you about Oakland? What does it tell you about the city? The Raiders moved to Vegas. The Athletics are moving. Why? Because you didn't want to build a stadium. You the know what? Warriors moved to San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, enough is enough. You guys got to get off your asses, build something, do something. Because you. I mean, well, obviously now you lost everything. I mean, we're going to say, welcome to Oakland. Have fun. With what? Shot by bullets? Here's the thing. Here's the thing with what you're talking about. With just the city of Oakland in general. Not the the citizens. Let me say this off the record right now. Nope. This has, what I'm saying is not the townspeople's fault. Not at all. What I'm about to say. Oakland had a deal all they had to do all they had to do jc was fork a little bit more money in and we would not be having this discussion right now i'll be having a discussion but oakland decided me and i mean this is the and i'll go even further this is the state of california Oh, man, don't. <laughs> you know, this is the state of California saying, give me, give me, give me, instead of, hey, man, we're going to support you. We're going to put some money out. No, not California. You owe us. We owe you nothing. Basically, you know, unless you are the Lakers, the Dodgers, or the Warriors, or the 49ers, if you're not one of those four teams, they're not going to help you. Yeah. You can pound rocks, is what they're saying. Yeah. You know. So, and, and I mean, we're, we're talking about California. you got the best baseball player, two of the best baseball players ever. With Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Yeah. Right? I mean, you have you have the LA Kings, you got the San Jose Sharks, you got the Anaheim Ducks, you know, and yet you have, you have nothing. 
You have the Rams who just won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. You have the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, you got the Golden State Warriors, you got the Lakers, the Clippers. The Kings. The Kings who are improving, you know, thankfully. You got so you got so many sports teams in that in that state, and yet you can't build a stadium for the Oakland Athletics. Exactly. You know, because what you can't charge, you can't plug your car in to, to watch a game. I mean, California can kick rocks. They can take every team they got and move them over a state. Go to Utah. Go to Nevada. Go to Arizona. So, okay, let, let, let's talk about statistically the where Oakland is right now at this point in the season. They are twenty three and sixty three. They're forty games under five hundred, folks. Forty games under five hundred. They are 28 games out of first place in the AL West. Statistically, they are last in batting average, last in runs, last in ERA. The only thing of the major four that surprisingly they are not last in is home runs. They're 25th. They have a pitcher who, in three appearances this year, has an ERA of almost 38. At one point, they had a pitcher whose ERA was over 100. And then you wonder why we want to have a draft or a lottery draft for baseball. You know, I mean, would you want to go to watch those games? No, because they didn't. It's a cash 22, isn't it? At the end of the day, you put money to the team, people are going to come watch. If they're winners, and they had winners, and nobody would show up. Yeah, it's it's like Tampa. The difference between Tampa and Oakland is Tampa's actually good. They're the best team in the American League. And, and that's up the stadium. I know. I, I, I can't help on the stadium. But, if okay, here's another thing. Not one player has a batting average of over 300. Not one. The closest is a 293 batting average. That's oh, the, the all-star. Close to the all-star break. Yeah. And then, you know, the it, like the whole joke to me is, Oh, you have to have one representative of each team for the All-Star game. No, you don't. No one on Oakland should be at the All-Star game. Are you kidding I think, me? I think everybody at the All-Star game should wear an Oakland Athletics jersey with their name on the back. R.I.P. Oakland A's. I think everybody should wear an Oakland A's jersey with the name on the back. And the one athletics player that's going is their designated hitter. Is that Nota Smith? 
Uh, Brent Rooker. Oh. And he's batting 243. Representing the Oakland A's and see. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, we get bug on the Oakland A's all we want. But you know what the bigger problem is? Is hockey with the Arizona Coyotes, the Florida Panthers, <laughs> you know, the Carolina Hurricanes, the guys who can't sell the stands. When you bring that thing north, you could sell every stand. Every every butt in the seat would be filled. But we got the Arizona Coyotes in the NHL. But we're going to keep them. You know, we only draw 27 fans, but we're going to keep them. The WNBA actually outdraws the Arizona Coyotes. Think about that for a second. All right. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, what do you do? But yet Oakland's allowed to go to, to Las Vegas? Of course they are. That's what, they, that's what the whole plan is, to get them. Put an expansion team in Las Vegas. You know, you can't move Oakland. And they're like, well, we have other destinations. Where? Where are you going to go in baseball for destinations? I mean, there's not too many. Yeah, they're starting to run out. I mean, throw a team in Montreal if you want. You want to see what the Canadian fans are going to do? They're going to pack that stadium. Oh, we can't can't do that. Why not? I I, I have to ask this. I I just absolutely have to ask this. Yes, UP will be the mascot of the future Montreal Expos. All right. So let's say I've got a let's say I've got you. You're I got you hostage. You have to work for either the Oakland A's or the Arizona Coyotes. Which one do you take? And I got you with a gun. I got the gun to your head. Well, you could ask that to a million people and you have depends on what they love. I love baseball. I'm going to work for the Oakland East. Okay. You know why? Because nobody, nobody shows up. Just, I mean, uh, except a stupid fornicated over the, in the one seats. You guys say, stop that. The calf court is there. You just, know. Watch out, just watch out for the possum that's in the, the visiting commentator team's booth. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's, that's like the last sign that you know, okay, we got to go. We got to get a new ballpark or we're moving. Yeah. And isn't it sad? I mean, I watched, I mean, I watched in 1989 when the athletics, like I said, McGuire, Conseco, Ricky Henderson, Dave Stewart running that show in Oakland. And that stadium was packed. And the boys were hitting the ball out of the park. You know, I don't, you might, you might remember it. Uh, you, I am. <laughs> I was four. Yeah. But you know, that was sitting there, right? You watch, there was no advertisements. Guys were wearing their jerseys, right? I mean, yeah, you're starting to get hopped up on steroids during that time. Fair enough. Everybody was doing it. But 
I mean, now it's just sad. It's absolutely sad. Honestly, the best Oakland team that I've seen, because obviously you're a little bit older than me, was that 0-1 team. That 0-1 team, even though they didn't win the division, was so good. They had the Yankees on the ropes. If Jeter does not make that throw to home plate, that backhand throw, I don't think the Yankees win, you know, the American League pennant that year. I really don't. Because, like, the early 2000s, they had good teams in the early 2000s. And even in the late 2000s, they had good teams. It's just a shame that, you know, this is what the the organization has become now. I mean, the last time they were in the playoffs was 2020, so that's recent. Last year they went 60 and 102. They're right now 23 and 63, like they like we've said. They might not even get 50 wins. They're not even going to reach half a million for their attendance by the All-Star break. Nope. Not even going to be close. And why would you go? I mean, that is that is a catch-22. Why would you go when the owner is going to put money into her? He's licking his lips going to Vegas, right? I mean, and you're a fan sitting there. Why, why would you want to go watch a team that can't catch a ball, can't feel the ball? I mean, no disrespect to those guys, right? We always respect the professionals. But come on. Enough's enough. I mean, Major League Baseball needs a step in. You're putting a... And since I built up my swear part... Oh, was, no. <laughs> why are you putting a shitty fucking product on the field? Why is Major League Baseball allowing it? Because it's the same problem that Major League Baseball, or not Major League Baseball, that the National Hockey League has, which is they have a commissioner who does not give a crap about the fans. He only cares about the money. If you had another commissioner in there who actually gave a damn about what's going on in Oakland, we wouldn't have this situation. We wouldn't have this problem. And man, fraud is a fraud. But he's bringing fans fans in the stands. Because he's going to speed up baseball. Okay, now fix the Oakland problem. Fix the Tampa Bay problem. You know, you got the best team in the major leagues going. You can't get 7,000 fans in the stands. You know, what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to float the idea that they move half half of the year goes to Montreal. You know what? I like that idea. Get them to a winning attitude. You have that team walk around the old Montreal Forum with 24 or 27 or whatever, how many Stanley Cups they have. Tampa's winning a, a, a World Series. But right now, they're not winning the World Series. They're not feeling it. You know what? You're going to... 
oh, we're all going to come down there. We're going to watch them in the playoffs. Oh, we're going to pack the stands. Yeah, that frames a hell of them. You know, they're like turtles. Right? You got 5,000 stands. Yeah, we're going to play good. All of a sudden, you got 30, 40, 50,000 fans in the stands. They're like turtles. They go back in their shells. You know, they mm-hmm. nip at the ball. That's all it is. That's all that's happening. Support your damn team. Well, actually, their attendance has gotten a lot better so far. I'm, uh, again, baseball reference. They've gotten over three quarters of a million people to attend their games so far this year. So they're on pace to have another million plus year. Good. About time. And, you know, I mean, I, I want to see baseball do well. I mean, I love baseball. I mean, I watched a minor league game last night with Manoa, for Pete's sake. Since I pretty much used up all my swears for the year, I have to use Pete's sake from now on. <laughs> you know, and sorry to the kids who listen to this podcast. That was me ranting because, you know, I think baseball's one of the greatest sports there is. It's cheap. It's easy. swear cards. Yes. Bill does. And we've, we've forfeited the one. Because, you know, you got mad at the situation, which we agree with. But I will say this. You know, baseball is the one sport where you could put a glove on a kid, put a ball in his hand, a bat in the backpack, and go have fun. That's it. That's all you need. And, I mean, you watch the minor league. Ba- I watch minor league baseball every night. I mean, last night, Bill was, like, sent a message DK saying, I think Jason needs help. Yeah, I kind of did, jokingly. But I watched, and I watched Manoa pitch last night. And you know what? You want to talk to a guy who fell from from grace to being humble? That's Alex Manoa. And I'll defend him to the day that he, he retires from the sport. And last night, what I saw was him being humble. He got lit up in the first. He got beat around in the second, and then he decided, you know what? I got to change something. Everything changed. I mean, his delivery changed. He's more compact on it. He was throwing, I mean, he hit 95 miles per hour. Guys could not hit his slider, could not hit his fastball. You know? I mean, it takes a humble world to knock you down to the, to the bottom, bottom of the barrel. And there's a ladder. Are you going to willing to climb it? I think Manoa's going to climb it. And for every New York Yankee fan out there and every Boston Red Sox fan out there, you can go F yourselves for what you said for the comments for Manoa. Because guess what, man? They're coming out. The Blue Jays are coming out. Manoa's coming out. He's going to be back. And as Strowman said it best, the guys who are ripping on him, watch out. Because some of the best pitchers had to get taken down. And the, and Roe Holiday was the one who got taken down. He got going the minors, came back. The dock was on fire. And that's what I think Manoa's going to do. All right. I got a couple of topics that I want to bring up. Because as much as we both love baseball, We've been talking about it for close to 45 minutes. (laughs) Hey, this might be a three-hour show because we haven't talked for a while for sports. we got a whole ton of stuff going on. 
Maybe. Okay. So one of the things that I want to bring up is something that we normally don't talk about that much because, well, we just don't really talk about it that much. And that is the ESPY Awards. Now, there's one in particular that I do want to talk about. And to me, and and if I'm wrong, you all can tell me I'm wrong. I think they did the Arthur Ashe Courage Award a disservice this year. Before we talk about who's getting the award, let me tell you some of the previous recipients of this award. Big names and unknown names. People, you know, that are either in sport or not in sport, you know, not major names in sport that, you know, deserve this award. Obviously, the first one, Jim Valvano. Muhammad Mm -hmm. Ali, Dean Smith, Billy Jean King, Pat Pat Tillman, Nelson Mandela, Pat Mm -hmm. Summit, Robin Roberts, Mm -hmm. Eunice Kennedy Shriver, the survivors of the gymnastics sex abuse scandal, and last year's recipient, Vitaly Klitschko. This year, the recipient or recipients, I guess we could say, of this award is the United States Women's National Soccer Team. Why? Because they fought for equal pay. Okay. Let me... Let me say this right off the bat before anyone gives me any grief. That's at BillYankowitz.ca. Yeah. I, I, go ahead. First off, I do believe that there should be equal pay for men oh, and women. I do. Yes, I do. And I believe there should be equal pay for every individual, no matter what race, what color you are. I truly believe that. We are people. Exactly. Like, I could tell you from all the years that I worked teaching, I never once went to my boss and said, why am I not getting a raise? You know why? Because I earned it. I had to earn it. Now, granted, the the women's soccer team is the best team in the world. They are. Except for Canada. Eh, they're like one, two. <laughs> However, the way that they carry themselves and believe that they are they have this belief that they are better than everyone 
and it's not to all of them, but it's to a specific few, is what drives me, you know, it drives me away from them. Like, the 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 women's soccer team that I watched and I loved was the team with Mia Hamm, Brandi Chastain, you know, those women. Those are the women who should have received this award. Not these women who go on social media, make comments that not a lot of people agree with, are against transgender people being in sports. And that's a whole other topic another day. We're not even going to touch that today. They do the commercials, they have TV shows, and you're giving them this award because, oh, we don't get paid as much as the men. And the way they argued it was so bad. It's like they come off as, you know, whiny and, you know, like unappreciative. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. And you know what? I mean, do you bring in the millions and millions of dollars? No, you don't. You get paid what they bring in. But yet, yes, you know, the men will always bring in more. That's the way of life. And I mean, I'm all for it. And I'll even put one on you, Bill. Where I work at the old patch, if you're a certain level, male or female, this is what you get paid. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. You know? And the old patch that everyone's trying to eliminate. Everyone's trying to get rid of it because we we're we're destroying the environment. We still have equal pay for women and men at a certain level that you hit. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're we're the bad people. We're the bad ones. I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. And you know what? The women's soccer, yeah, as fun as it might be, you don't bring in what the World Cup of does. You don't bring in what the Super Bowl does. You don't bring in what the world's helmet. You don't bring in the fans and stands what Arizona has half the time. You know, but you're getting there. And good for you. I mean, I'll watch when the Canadian soccer team's on their national women's team, I'll watch that over the Canadian national men's team. By far. You know why? Because they're better. You know? I'll sit down there in my little leather chair I've had since 1996, crack a beer, and watch them. And I don't watch soccer too much, but you know what? You put a winner on the field, I'm going to watch it. And that's another thing. Put a winner on the field. And you know what? The Canadian women, yeah, you know what? And, uh, I mean, you were, we're talking a whole new ballgame when we're talking about the Canadian government and everything else putting money towards Winners. If you're a winner, you don't get paid in our country. And that's a sad fact of it all. But I'll sit there in my little leather chair and watch you. You know, and I'll congratulate you and I'll cheer for you. I'll get out there. You know, it's exciting. I mean, women's soccer is a lot better than women's hockey. I'll give it that much. I mean... I guess my thing here is, there's a few things. 
I watched the the previous men's World Cup, the one in Qatar. Even though I totally disagreed with it, I I, re- I really did. Well, which was bought. Oh yeah, it was. Have you have you seen have you seen the documentary on Netflix? Uh, I'm still going through a few other. I'm still going through the thirty thirty for thirty for the SPN before they get fire all those guys too. So. Oh yeah, and, and we'll talk about that in a in a little bit. I haven't. <laughs> okay, but, but you know why? I, you know why I watched the men's soccer team at the World Cup when I didn't have to is because they aren't the type of people who are going to go whine. Now you know what I'm going to I'm going to use my I'm, I'm going to use my card here, bitch and complain about their pay. And I'm sure some of you are like, oh, well, that's because they get paid a lot more than the women. Okay. But you know what? These guys are young. They want to play the freaking game. The women who, and, and let's be honest, they not this group, not this group, but the one I mentioned earlier, they're the ones that put the U.S. women's soccer team on the map. These women are just reaping the benefits from 25 years ago or more because these women didn't have social media. They didn't have 24-hour coverage. They didn't have the luxuries that these women have today that the, you know, the 90s U.S. women's soccer team did. And then you're coming on, you know, you're coming out and you're like, oh, we're not getting paid enough. Well, you know, I, tough, it's too damn bad. Too damn bad. Just shut up, play the game, you know, do your job. Just do your job instead of you're getting, paid, you're getting paid to play a game. Instead of whining about everything, which is what the problem is with society these days, and I've seen in this last half year to a year that that crap is starting to go away. Thank God, you know. Just shut up, put your head down, do your damn job, you know. And if you don't like what you're getting paid. Go find another job. How about that? If you don't like what you're getting paid for, find another freaking job. And Bill, bitch, is not a part of the swear chart, so you still have yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, because, like, right, can I bring up other names that have won this yeah. award that makes sense? Yep. Okay, 2021. Maya Moore had a had a basketball career. She was getting paid money. She walked away to help free a wrongfully convicted man. Okay, I agree with that. She gave up her career to help a man be free that was convicted wrongfully. Kevin Love. He fought for an openness about mental health, which is a big issue, you know, these last several years. Absolutely. And so it'll be bigger. Yeah. All right. Michael Sam. 
first publicly gay player to be drafted in the NFL. This is 2014. It, it, is it accepted? Yeah, it is, but it's not widely as accepted as it is today as it was in 2014. And they played for the Montreal Alouettes for a bit. They just left, got up and left the team. And probably the two best examples of the people who got this award are Tommy Smith and John Carlos, who, you know, did the protest at the 68 Olympics, you know, with, with the Black Power salute. Yes, and and he was the one that put up there, and he got just ran right over. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I, yeah, I forget what race it was, but I'll I'll say what he did was enlightening and empowering. I mean, yes, that's the crap you put on there. You know, I'm not sorry, I didn't mean crap. I mean that's stuff you do. Crap's okay. You can say crap. Yeah, but I mean, I I. Now I disrespect every SP SP award winner for that one, but no, I mean it's something that you know you guys believe in. That's what you do. That's what you did, right? Now we're gonna sit there and say, "Oh, our SAR team needs as much money as the men's," and you're like, "No, you bring in the millions and millions and millions and billions of dollars because that term brings in billions of dollars, then we'll talk," you know. It's like the LPGA. Love it. Watch it. But why are the purses so big? Because nobody goes there. They don't want the sponsors there, you know. Mm-hmm. Now it's starting to get bigger now, which is good. I mean, I love to see the women's. I mean, Pro Kenderson, the Canadian golfer, is the best golfer probably on the women's side that we've ever seen. Now, I'm going to ask you oh, this. And this, this thing is going to blow right up if someone hears it. All right, let me ask you this. Which of these two do you think is the least worthy recipient of this award? The U.S. women's soccer team or Caitlyn Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, at least we could agree on that. Because here's the thing, and this is something that they don't talk about a lot. That award, the year that Caitlyn Jenner got it, was originally going to go to somebody else. And then ESPN was told, oh, uh, you got to give this award to Caitlyn Jenner because, you know, she went from being a man to a woman. What to do? I mean, good for you. You know, and... And now we're starting to see the effects of this. And now, I know we don't want to get this one, but we'll get into it. With the transgenders going into women's sports, what? Because you're ranked 98th in the men's shot put. Now you're ranked one in the in the women's. Get the bleep out of here. Enough is enough, you know. And finally, the women are starting to say, this is crap too. Oh, yes. It is crap. You know. They're losing scholarships. They're losing everything because this guy's like, oh, I feel like a woman today. Yeah, because you what? You listen to Shania Twain video 27 fucking times. Sorry. I use my swear word last for next year. Okay. It, 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 it just pees me off to the fact that men do men's stuff, women do women's stuff, right? If you're going to go there because you're not good enough, so what, you're going to dominate? 
you know what? You need a desk job in the New York City police. Well, okay, you're you're kind of forcing my hand here, so I guess I'll have to play my hand. I want to say this first of all. I don't have problems with transgender people at all. Me neither. I don't have problem with gay people. I I have friends who are gay. It's just if you're going like 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 JC said, if you are a man and you are not the best athlete at whatever sport you are, and you are like, huh, maybe I can be a woman. Maybe I can do it that way. That's wrong. It is. I hate to say it, but it's wrong. Whereas if you live a normal life, which normal doesn't exist anymore, then okay. The problem, okay, because here's the other thing. And no one's ever talked about this. I guess because it's a non-issue, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. What if there's a woman who wants to compete with the men and is like, well, I can't beat him as a woman. Why don't I do it as a man? Ever think of that, people? You ever think about that? Yeah, nobody. You want to get run over by Ray Lewis or Marshawn Lynch? Hell no. But, but what I'm getting at here is this. The Arthur Ashe Courage Award first lost its meaning when Caitlyn Jenner got the award. And, and I actually did find the person that was originally going to get the award. It was a, a young lady named Lauren Hill who played college basketball while suffering from a brain tumor that claimed her life a few months later. Think about or some that. Guy, some guy who could, who could afford from an Audi to an Innie. Mm-hmm. And now, this year, the award is going to a bunch of Karens. Let's just say it for what it is. A bunch of Karens. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm talking about it. If you want to email me, jcbezrog at hotmail.com. And if you want to email me, I'll just delete your message. <laughs> no, but in, all, in all seriousness, though, if you want to have a conversation with me, let's be civil about it. Do I believe that there are women that are being paid a lot lower and wrongfully than men? Oh, yeah, I absolutely do. The problem is, the problem is the women's soccer team, you know, because they get all this stuff, are using it in a wrong way. It should be used in a positive way instead of a negative way. And when this was announced, I remember seeing some people going like, you've got to be kidding me. Really? They get this award? Well, let's, let's put it this way. I'll put it this way. 
Bud Light decided to do something funny and fancy, got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely destroyed. Yet we would take Uncle Ben off the, the rice, Aunt Jemima off the syrup, Lana Lakes off the butter, and yet, you know what? You don't mess with nobody's beer. But, and now okay. they're trying to give it away. So, you know, and I and I get the point of, you know what? The woke society has been broke. But can I say one thing real quick about the whole Bud Light thing? Because I'm not going to say it to my dad. Because I know he's going to argue with me. And he is, and I love my dad. But I know he's in the thought of, I'm right. Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. It's not. That's the, what dads do. <laughs> most, most dads. <laughs> Folks, it's not the can that makes the beer. It's the beer that makes the beer. And when I go to Toronto, the Bud Light's five bucks. I'm buying a Buzz, Bud Light. Because you know go. what? You get double it up for one night. Into my system. I don't care. You want to put trans fluid in me? Let's go. Okay. You know what? Okay. I just thought of something. Well, to, to kind of stay with the SB thing. You know who should have really gotten in that award? The, the Arthur Ashe Award? The player from the I, Buffalo Bills. Yes. No. The medical staff from the Buffalo Bills. Well, actually, they are getting the Pat Tillman Award for service. Yeah. But. No, yeah. and I and I agree. I mean, like I said, we had a little, we had a podcast for it. It was quick. It was, it was something we've never seen before. We thought he was gonna die that night. Yeah. Like I was holding, I was fighting back tears. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not lying. I was fighting I be- back tears that night. I believe you know if you want to do the SV Awards, do something. The SV Awards for what what we saw live. National TV on ABC should be to every first responder who's got to deal with that one in and out every day. Mm-hmm. Not the women's soccer side. Well, we need more money, but the but the people, the men and the women who have to see that every day, who have to do CPR, who have to put bags on, who have to put needles in. Those deserve the SP. You know, yeah, those are the ones who deserve it. Not because I want more money, because McDonald's is going to support my habit, and, and because yeah. I can't, and because I can't celebrate Grimace's birthday. That's right. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I gave that milkshake a seven out of ten. For those that are curious, see, as much as we bug about the mascots, Bill loves the mascots. I do. It's just. No, I, I do like mascots. It's just never mind. You know what? You're you're just trying to get me worked up. That's all I have to say. Hey man. But it's making it all a good fun. That thing is awesome. Look, we haven't you done know. a podcast together in like three months. <laughs> we need to do this kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So uh you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned this oh, earlier. Yep. Uh, ESPN let a lot of people go the last couple of days. 
I have the list in front of me. There are some good names they're letting go, and it's a shame. It really, it really is. And there are some that, honestly, I could give a damn about. So these are the people that ESPN said goodbye to. Good luck in your future endeavors. Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, Keyshawn Johnson, Max Kellerman, Susie Kolber, Chris Chelios, Matt Hasselbeck, Steve Young, Rob Ninkovich, Neil Everett, Ashley Brewer, June Lee, LaFonzo Ellis, Todd McShay, Jordan Cornette, Jason Fitz, and David Pollock. Yeah, interesting names. There are some names. Like, the one that surprised me the most was Susie Colbert for me. Yeah. She'd been there forever. She'd 27 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 27 years, right? I believe. Yeah, that's that's the one that surprises me the most, I think. Um, so, Steve, in America, if you mm-hmm. kick someone out of your studio, do they, do, do they get severance? I should hope so. Or do they say, get the bleep out of here. You're done. <laughs> I don't know. See with, see, with a place like ESPN, I'm not sure how that works. Because they have I contracts. Would... Yeah. You still got to pay the contract, right? You mm-hmm. want to have until you're not renewed. Yeah. <clears throat> right? Um... The sport downhill that much that we got to get rid of everybody's all the talking head opinions well, well you know people are tired of just turning on saying well you gotta talk about this talk about that instead of watching that damn game well you know one person uh their thought was they're letting all these people go because of the deal for pat mcafee when he starts in the on espn i think this fall yeah for college isn't it and and his own show, because he has his own podcast. So yeah. Okay, Steve Young surprises me. I always enjoyed him when he talked. Thought he was good. Todd McShay, I thought, was the heir apparent to the draft throne. To Mel Kiper, I. Always thought he was the heir apparent to that throne. And David Pollock was so good on college game day. Oh, oh man, it's just. You know, it's. I mean, yeah, you know, we like to watch the everybody talk. We're like, oh, yeah, we agree. With, oh, we don't agree with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we kind of give the, you know, heads up, whatever. Right. Now we're going to do. Who's going to run Monday Night Football? They haven't announced it yet. Right? I mean, we all watch it because of Susie. So what? Unless Kevin making the bacon gets on there, you know, followed by his his buddies Poe, Harvey the Hound, uh, Harvey the Hound, Shoopy, are you home from Calgary? Oh, okay. You know, we're talking about 
mascots who could fill that, who could talk about sports. You got nobody. I mean, Hasselback was a good addition to it. Loved mm-hmm. it. Right? You give an inspector of how is a, as to be a quarterback. Same with Steve Young. You know? Uh, my girlfriend got railroaded and still didn't figure that crap out. He wasn't allowed on the Super Bowl show. You know, the one person I'm not going to miss from this list is Max Kellerman. Not going to miss him one bit. Look, you know it's bad. You know a person is bad when Stephen A. Smith has a problem with you. Yeah. And then I'll never forget, JC, as long as I live, I'll never forget when they had that conversation about the, the Redskins name. Max Kellerman on TV going like, I was eight years old, and I knew that name was racist. Bull crap! Eight years old? Eight years old, and you knew that name was racist? Bull crap! You know what? You can say what you want to say, because today is a free, to to the lefties, to the liberals, a free offensive wing. If you want to say bullshit, you can say bullshit. Bullshit! I'm sorry. That would be like me at six years old saying, I know the Electoral College for President of the United States of America. I'd be pulling a, a you-know-what out of my ass. It's bullshit. Yeah, and I totally agree. And you know what? He's gone. He's done. He's going to go somewhere. I mean, for the longest time. And now we're going to go off topic because you got Tucker, the rest of them, who all got fired. And it's not laid up. It's fired. Let's be honest. You know, it wasn't laid off is a nice term of saying, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, you and, know? and I do, I do not, not to interrupt you, I do want to say real quick, I liked Jeff Van Gundy. I liked Jalen Rose. I thought they were very good. It sucks. They got let go. I hope they get a job real soon somewhere else. Go ahead. Well, they will. And you know what? Those are the guys who will. I mean, Steve Young will get one. Matt Hasselbaum, because they're, they're important, right? They they talk about how, you know, how it works. Some other talking heads need to go, but they kept them. So it kind of makes you think, well, why? You know? Oh, and I, and I got another one. I got another one for you that, oh, this is, you know, this is gonna. This is gonna make. I, I don't know how it's gonna make you feel. I, I really don't know. But speaking of talking heads, Jamel Hill, who, you know, was let go by ESPN years ago because no one could take her, like they really couldn't. And she's being let go of her deal from Spotify. Oh, did she make a comment? Did she, oh my goodness. Because, you know, Jamel Hill, all she does is she hides behind the, you know, the keyboard and the Twitter machine. So, um, for those that are not aware, 
this past Friday, the United States Supreme Court uh, made a pretty big decision. Like, they made a, a big decision. If you think it's right or wrong, you know, it's up to you. Me, I'm, you know, I'm still kind of thinking about it. And, and I'm not talking about the student debt. That We're not going to get into that. It was <laughs> about... It was about you, so hold on. Expect yeah. somebody to pay your debt. Exactly. Thank you. Um, so it was about ending affirmative action. But you know, basically, I, I. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. So Jamel Hill goes on Twitter, and I'm going to read this quote. And if I I'm only reading the quote, so please do not get offended by what I say. It is what she wrote. Jamel Hill wrote, and this is her commenting on someone commenting on this decision. And I quote. Can't wait until she reads that you gladly carried the water for white supremacy and stabbed the folks in the back who whose people fought diligently for Asian American rights in America. Unquote. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jason Whitlock. Do you remember Jason Whitlock? He used to be on ESPN for a long time. Yep. He replied back. Like, like he replied back, and I, and I'm going to read his his comments on from Twitter. This is all today, by the way, that this happened. So this is relevant. Good Lord, Jamel argued that we, black people, fought diligently for Asian American rights. This is the kind of detached from reality logic that earned her promotions at the Detroit Free Press, Orlando Sentinel, and ESPN. Or was it affirmative action? There is far more proof and brutal or burial plots of white evangelicals fighting for black American rights than black Americans fighting for the rights of Asians. She's just dumb and dishonest. She's exhibit A in why the elimination of affirmative action is necessary. Credentialing idiots is not a good idea. And then he continues to write, let's follow Jamel's logic. Asian Americans owe black Americans gratitude for paving the road to freedom. Let's say I buy that. Gratitude is a multi-lane highway. What do we owe the people of all colors who created the safest, most opportunity-rich, highest standard of living country on the planet for black people? Has Jamel ever penned a single tweet expressing gratitude for the privilege of living in America? Has she thanked God, Frederick Douglass, Abe Lincoln, William Lloyd Garrison, John Brown, Harriet Beecher Stowe, Harriet Tubman, people who risked their lives as opposed to people who tweeted their way to social justice, fame. We want gratitude without expressing any gratitude. Dumb, dishonest, and hypocritical. She could at least thank JFK for sparking affirmative action with Executive Order 10925. Here's an easy one. Thank John Big Guy Skipper for overlooking her lack of qualifications and promoting her well beyond her competence. 
Start there. Uh, yeah, any- I, I, why can't we just sit along at the big table and have a beer? Thank you. You know, it's to the point now where, yes, we get, I mean, obviously, you know, my situation, my family situation. Let's just sit around, have a beer, have a vodka, have a wine, have tequila. If you don't drink, have a Shirley Temple, and let's discuss this. Yeah. You know, but to sit there and, yeah, you know, that just. And this is why, as far as using social media goes, especially like Twitter, I only use it to plug the podcasts I do. Or if I find something that's funny. Yep. I totally agree. Sometimes I just plug it to see it was an election or, you know, I'll have mental stats from last night. It's just, you know what it, you know what it is? Jamel Hill failed the six o'clock sports center. Let's be honest. She and Michael Smith, who's a cool dude, by the way, I like Michael A. Smith. They were given the opportunity to host the six o'clock sports center years ago. You remember that? Yep. And they made a big deal about it. They did. And it's just Jamel Hill, her head is too far in the clouds that it ain't even funny. It, it It's just not even funny. No, I totally agree. And I mean, the thing is, now everyone, you know, expected to be at that same level. Now, do something good. Do do your job. And you know right? what? The the sports group that you and I are in, they don't like Jamel Hill. They really don't. Oh no, they've been. She's been blasted. And every right, every right. It's just, it, it kind of goes back to the, the, the whole discussion with the women's soccer team. You know, Jamel Hill. Trying... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Jamel Hill didn't pave the way for, you know, women's sports anchors today. She's one of the people that's benefiting, you know, from the Robin Roberts the Linda Cones of the world that, you know, didn't have this opportunity. Barbara Walters led that whole thing. Yes. Diane Sawyer, they led it all. They led it all. If you're going to ride on the coattails of it all, because you're not unhappy or you got fired or whatever, then you know what? Too bad. That's on you. Do something new. Say something different. I mean, we all love Anchorman. And when Ron Burgundy brought up a police chase, that changed it. Change it. (laughs) You know? Change it. 
right? I mean, it's it's. I mean, I love everybody's opinion. I'll sit there. I'll watch. I watch a lot of different sports. Love it. I don't care if you're male, female, black, white, whatever. I don't care. Doesn't bother me. I want to. I want to hear what you say. Do I agree with it? Yes. Sometimes I don't. But I don't sit on Twitter and start typing away. But that lady needs to go away. Yeah. And then she put it. She came out with a book. Recent, like I want to say it was earlier this year or late last year. And in her book, she talked about abortion, which again, that's another touchy top topic. Oh, yeah. And and the way she wrote it, from what some people like when they read it, was like, "I'm so glad I did it. I'm a hero." No, you're not. You're not a hero for having an abortion. There are thousands of women who struggle with going through an abortion. I'm not saying I know it, but I'm. it's like just because you got an abortion makes you a hero? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. There are women that go through, you know, that struggle with that. And some probably regret it. So don't call yeah, yourself. But, don't call yourself a hero because you have. But the time it was decision they had to make, you know, something that you know. So it is. It is what it is. I mean, honestly, I don't have the body to produce a child. Me either. But I drink a lot to make sure I do look look good. <laughs> but wow. no, and, you know. But yeah, I mean, it comes down to the point that are we not tired of the whole situation of everyone saying, you know what? You go woke, you go broke. Well, guess what? They're all going broke. Leave it alone. You know, I don't care what you do on the ice. I don't care what you do on the field. I don't care what you do. Whatever. Support I support a lot of people. You know, but when you go to play the sports, play it. You know, I mean, the national anthem was the biggest thing for, especially for America, right? In Canada, eh, not as much. I mean, you sat there first time. I sat there in New Orleans when Donald Trump got voted in. We were there three days later. What a rough ride that was over one man who got voted in. That he got voted in. Is that what democracy doesn't do? Accept it. You lost. You move on. Okay, this is going to be a little bit of a cheap plug here, which we normally don't do, but I'm kind of glad you brought that up because on my South Park podcast, uh, we're, we hit the halfway point of season 20, and that's the year of the Trump election. You guys might want to listen to this week's episode and next week's episode, especially. Especially for my thoughts, because I think a lot of you will agree with me. It's time to move on. Yes, but it's but, time to move on. But you know what? I, I, I'm glad we're having this conversation because I we had a conversation. My dad and I did with my oldest nephew the other day. 
not about the whole woke culture, but a, a kind of in that vicinity. And that is always correcting people. You don't need to do it all the time. That's one of the big problems with society today is people have to correct people on everything. No, you don't. No, you don't. I had to learn that at a young age. We all had to learn at a young age, right? Let it go. Like, I mean, yeah. No, I was going to say, like, if someone says a wrong stat, I'm not going to correct them. I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is, you know. I'm not going to put a knife to you and be like, Oh, you said the wrong thing. It wasn't that person. I key you, then I fix you. No, just let it go. Let it go. In this day and age, people can't let it go. And they're like, you know, now we're real off talking from sports. But it all goes back to the fact that, you know, oh, we want to do this. The NHL last this past year's decided that they're not going to have any culture jerseys or any like warm-up jerseys that respect everyone else, which is fine. You know, it is what it is. But the same part, then you got to live to it. You know, you got to you can have your nights but it's something that I, I, I'm like, I don't care what you're, you're on the pregame you're going to skate around in a rainbow jersey. Who gives a Bleep, right? Exactly. What what's happening? What the puck drops, you play hard. That's what I'm watching. I don't care what happens before there. Right all cheer. I mean I watched the Blue Jays on candy. Then nine Canadians who got introduced me to be Canadians. I clapped, I cheered. Good for them. Congratulations for being Canadian. I like I want to watch the ball game now. I sat in my leather chair from nineteen ninety six. That the wife won't allow me into the house. If someone oh, could make is, that a meme, I would really appreciate it. This thing is ugly as hell, too. We gotta get some someone in our group. Please make that a meme. <laughs> yes, I will sit in there. I'll take a picture, and make a meme. You know what? Roast me, sit on, sit on my chair from 1996. 96. But you know what? I, I will say this because. The last few weeks, Major League Baseball, they, you know, a a lot of the parks had their pride nights. And which is right. I have no problem with that at all. The Dodgers handled their situation pretty badly. Let's call a spade a spade. That was handled really badly. Yes. The Rangers did not do one. Because Jacob DeGrom has in his contract stating that there cannot be a pride night because of his religious beliefs. And you know what? I respect his opinion. Not everyone is going to, you know, believe or support gay people. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. If one 
like like you guys had a player in Toronto who was either sent to the minor leagues or something. Oh, he was he was kicked. He got as Donald Trump would say, "You're fired." Or Vince McMahon, "You're fired." Gone. Done. And you know what? I mean, it, yeah, you know, you ever believe, but keeper, I'll put it this way. As a sports athlete, yeah, you know, you can you can do what you want as an actress or actor. But you know what? When it comes to representing a whole country, keeper believes kind of say, yeah, you know, I don't agree with him, but I will support it. Exactly. I don't agree with it. But, you know, and then all can, I mean, as as this podcast knows, right? I got I got two father laws mm-hmm. who love each other. I don't care. I am a long son. I mean, I am the the trying to the word the yeah. I am the the poster child of what people hate. You know, yeah, because you got two father in laws and your son is black. Yeah. And they're down in Mexico. My son's down. My son-in-law's, or sorry, my stepson's down in Mexico, enjoying a good time. I send somebody saying, "Hey man, you guys go do the zip line, have fun, right?" Mm-hmm. I got my two followers up here. Was not doing so well, but I said, "You know what? This is what this is my life." And you got a problem with it? You can email me, and I'll say it. J-E-F-F-B-E-Z-R-U-C-H-A-K at hotmail.com. And you know what? I had, when I was teaching, I had a boss who was gay. No problem. No problem at all. I had coworkers that are gay. No problem at all. There were teachers and other, you know, faculty of the minority, you know, were black, Hispanic, Asian, Indian, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. I'm the minority being white. And you know what? I had no problem with that. Yes. Because they're good people. Everybody's good people. Yeah. Right? I mean, they treat you the way you treat them. If you brought a box of donuts, they're bringing a box of donuts tomorrow, you know, in the teacher's lounge. Well, I didn't actually bring him a box of donuts, oh. but, you know. <laughs> but you know, yeah, right. You always but respect the people. Me, but if they needed me in a room to watch their students or to help someone, I was there. Yes, heartbeat. So, no, and that's and you know what, Bill? That's what we love you. I mean, I was talking to Dick the other day about it. He's like, man, Bill's a great bleep bleep. Why? Because Bill's got a bigger heart than the Grinch. He's got a bigger heart than Santa Claus. He's got a bigger heart than the Statue of Liberty. I also have a bigger belly than the Statue of Liberty. Well, you know what? (laughs) I'll say this. And and I'm not trying to go on a political, social rant. I'm really not. I, I will give anyone who doesn't think that what I did for 18 years is a hard job. I'll give you $500 if you could prove me wrong because I went a lot of years. I had to change kids' diapers. Had The last year, my last year, 
I had this boy. Loved him. He, he's in my fave five all time. Confined to a wheelchair. Can't talk. Happiest kid I ever met in my life. And you know what? I had to change him once a day, every day. And you know how many complaints I put out there? Zero. You know why? Because it was my job. And I had no problem with it. That kid was a sweetheart. An absolute sweetheart. And you know what? That's why we love Bill. That's why... So the fact that our next year, me and you, we're going. We're going to Savannah, our Macon, to watch a baseball game. Do you have time for one more story? Oh yeah, man, we got all we got all day, man. We haven't even talked about the NFL yet. Well, actually, that's what about I'm going to talk about. About everything else. That's that's what we're going to talk about, actually. So. Uh, Super Bowl 57, hell of a football game. Remember that? That was a hell of a football game. Yes, it was. Kansas City Chiefs. Um, one of the things that was talked about during that game was how atrocious the field was. The conditions. Yeah, I believe we talked about this one earlier, didn't we? Well... This story is not done yet. Because, according to Pro Football Talk, the NFL is putting the blame, well, the owners in particular, on the players for not wearing the right cleats in the game. (sighs) Yeah. They're blaming the players. Rubber tips that are on your, that are on your cleats. That field was atrocious. I mean, it was spiking up. I mean, if you were a golfer, you would have had a four foot divot. I mean, you're taking it as a baseball player. You're you're going down to the clay, and yet the players like, are the owners like, oh, it's your fault. I mean, I mean that field made FedEx Field look like the 18th green at the Masters. That's how bad it was. And that's bad. If you guys, if for our new followers, if you don't know, FedEx Field is the crappiest stadium in the NFL. Uh, but at one point it wasn't, my friend. It wasn't. I know. <laughs> you got sewer pipes breaking. You got Archie three blowing on his knee. Fences collapsing on football players. Yeah, I mean that. A changes. The changes coming to the Washington Nationals, Commanders, Redskins. I don't, what's 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 the new team name? We're we're. DK and I have called them the command skins. That's what we're yes. calling them. If I was the owner, I mean, don't get me wrong, right? I mean, we love the team names. I mean, you got you, you have the you got the Blackhawks for Chicago. They're not changing their team name anytime soon. Braves. 
the Braves, right? They're not changing. I mean, they have the chop chop. Love it. Love it. You know, mm-hmm. I respect everybody. But it's a name. It's a name. I mean, what's going to happen next? The Blue Jays are because he pissed off some Blue Jay. Can't be the Blue Jays anymore because they get run over by an airplane at 300,000 feet. And like, and we come back to making bacon. And I just want to say, for the record, don't look up the definition of Redskins in the dictionary. That's not the real definition. Yes. There is another definition of that term. Go look it up. You'd be surprised. But no, yeah. I mean, okay. It's the biggest game of the year for the NFL. How in the world do you let that field be that bad? How? I don't don't care who it is. How is that field that bad? I can tell you. Because of money over quality. And it was terrible. I mean, we commented on it a few times Mm -hmm. how bad it was. Right? Guys falling down, all the rest of the crap. You know, roll in, roll out. That's Arizona for you. That's Arizona. And they didn't do it. You got to water it. You got to roll it back in. How's them? Yeah. I mean, it's like, who? It's so hard because now, if you think about it, this puts Arizona in a bad light. Because they may not get another Super Bowl. You know, if they're going to be like this, they really might not. Think about that. The field's that bad? You know who may take advantage of this? Like a Minnesota, a Detroit. Towns that don't get the Super Bowl could take advantage of that. Yep. I mean, I know Minnesota and Detroit's not the best place to play a Super Bowl in February, but they've got a roof. Their field isn't, you know, taken in and out. That's what I love with the CFL. Where's where's the Great Cup, Cowery? When? November. Could be a blizzard. Don't care. I mean, (laughs) they played when it was minus 40. Minus 40 for a championship. That's how football's played. But here we're going to baby all these guys who sat all over the fuck. Oop, sorry. I didn't, hear it. I didn't hear it. It just, you know, they're going all over from San Francisco to Seattle to New, to New Orleans or wherever, going to the stadiums. Oh, we want a clean game. Now, I want to see a game in Soldier Field with the Bears. I mean, every other stadium, every other league has said, oh, you're the number one seed? You got to host a home game. Yeah, it's the best four out seven, but you get a home game. Not the NFL. Would you not like to see the NFL in New Orleans, which is fine, or New England? 
But a blizzard's rolling through. Let's see how good it is. With the that's, fans and fans, see what the corpse do. That's when the that's when the games are fun. Is when it's played in the snow yeah. in bad weather. Uh, yes, because that's how you play football. That's and you know what the best part about football is? You start off sunny, you end up snowy. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that's what we do. That's what we do in Canada. That's what we do in the states. But it kind of like. Yeah, you know, snowy, we're going to Calgary. Oh, minus 40? Don't care. The Grey Cup, the oldest trophy ever is the Grey Cup. Right behind it, the Stanley Cup. And then after that, the Water Cup. That's right. And then the Glass Cup. And then, never mind, I'm just going to stop while I'm ahead. I okay. There was something that I watched last night that I had a thrill of watching, and I didn't think I. I was kind of hoping I would, and I did. And that is the NASCAR race in Chicago. They had the first ever street race in Chicago. Yesterday, I don't watch NASCAR very often, but man, was that fun to watch! <laughs> well, I will do it. I mean, because the, the the funny thing was they had to delay the start because it rained. So they had to they had to push back the start by like thirty minutes. As soon as that race began, you had cars turning around, going into the tire walls. It was so much fun, and then the best part was almost towards the end. You had about a ten par ten car pileup. In the middle of the track in Chicago, it looked like I-95 on a Friday afternoon. It was so funny. Oh, the race was fun to watch. They do it again next year. I'm watching it. It was that much fun. Love it. Love it. Didn't see but. From right here, it was a blast. I, I might have to find a video of like the highlights so you can watch it. It was a blast. I will watch it. Oh, okay. Um, we got a little bit of a developing news here. Uh, this is from the world of horse racing. Churchill Downs is extending Bob Baffert's suspension through at least 2024. Churchill Downs Inc. announced Monday it was continuing Baffert's ban, citing continued concerns regarding the threat to the safety and integrity of racing he poses to Churchill Downs Inc.-owned racetracks. Baffert was initially suspended for two years after the 2021 winner Medina Spirit 
failed a post-race drug test. In a statement, Churchill Downs said Baffert continues to, quote, peddle a false narrative, unquote, about Medina Spirit's failed drug test. Hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, he's done fine without being at Churchill Downs. Like, his horse won the Preakness this year, so. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, do we have anything else? Uh, we got we got a couple of stories left. All right, go right ahead. First of all, this story goes out to everybody who's a first responder, who helps in the stadiums, who helps outside of stadiums, who helps everybody. We just say God bless you. We're very happy for you to be there in case something happens, and we love it. Second story, which we haven't touched on, is the NHL free agency. Mm. And particularly how the Chicago Blackhawks could get Connor Medard, even though they had the organization get trapped on. But the sexual assaults and stuff that's going on in hockey, and yet you get the first, you get the, one of the best players that's coming up. Do I think it's right? No. Should they have been suspended? Yes. They should have lost their first round pick. But you're not teaching nobody nothing because of it. Well, I mean, there have been some big deals, but like their off season has kind of been quiet so far. So, yep. And they're going to continue to suck because you know what? I'll say it: Chicago is a crappy town. I've actually never been to Chicago, so I, I don't. I'd like to, but I've never been there. Yeah, you know, I I'd love to go to Wrigley Field, but you know what? I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I want to. I'll, I'll sit in the Green Monster catching a Vladdy Guerrero home run before I set step in Wrigley Field. And Chicago's been warned on this show. You need to turn around. Hmm. Right? And it starts with the hockey teams. I mean... And we can talk about it all day, right? I mean, Conrad Dart, probably the best player that's been trapped since Conrad David. Mm-hmm. Going to an organization that does not deserve him. You know? Yeah. And everything that's happened with the Cal Beach stuff and everything else. It's disgusting. It's, yeah. And now you get reward that? No, you don't. Should not be, should not happen. But it did. You know? I don't know what to say about that. Right. No, it's just how it is, you know? Yep, that that's life, I guess. That is life, you know? Yeah. You roll through, you wake up, you have breakfast, you go back to your, to your bed, 
you roll on through. That is the Chicago Blackhawks organization. Except for the sad part is they're not living in their mom's house anymore. They're like, oh, we got a good player. Now we're going to sponsor. But you cannot. Oh, yeah. You know, sports is for everybody. And this is what we, we preach on this show. Mm-hmm. Right? Whether you're an all-star, whether you're just getting going, whether you just grab a glove or a club or a, a stick or maybe throw your first spiral, this show is for you. Yep. Right? We don't judge anyone, but we judge on the people above you guys. And we will we will point it out. But this show's for everybody. This show's for everyone who wants to play sports, you know, because we love it. Do something good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do we have anything else? I think. I think we're good. I think we're good. I got anything on my system? Um, actually, no. You know what? I got I got one quick thing. It's not it's not hey. a news story, but it, it's a it's something I want to recommend to everybody. Um, if you like trading cards, any kind of you know baseball, football, hockey, what whatever, there is a great website called BuySportsCards.com. You can buy sports cards for as cheap as a quarter, 25 cents. I happen to have a store that I'm working on right now, and it is so helpful. So if you are interested in selling sports cards and you need help, buysportscards.com is the place to go. You won't believe me. You will not regret it. It is a great website i've put several hundred hundreds of my baseball cards that i sold on ebay or have tried to sell on ebay up on this website it is fantastic go check it out so that's gonna do it oh go ahead i was gonna say will do and because i got a ton of sport cards coming in a few years and, and you know what the best part is? You don't have to pay an insertion fee when you put your cards up. Unlike eBay. That's the yeah. best part. So so if, if you're looking, if you're looking for that complete set of Ron Finkel, it's on. It's probably it's there. on the website. If you're looking for Seabass, it's on there. If you're looking for the wild thing, it's on there. Absolutely. All right. You can follow the show on Twitter, JC Bill Sportcast, and you can join our Facebook group, the JC and Bill Sportscast. We have over 300 members. And we talk about pretty much anything and everything going on in sports. Thank you all for listening to this episode. We will be doing more in the near future. And we'll talk to you all 
next time. Have a good week. Actually, you know what? Happy belated Canada Day to our listeners in Canada. And a happy 4th of July to all of our American listeners. It is this Tuesday. Have a happy and safe holiday. And keep all your fingers on your on your hands. Happy yeah. Canada Day. Happy Independence Day. Let's rock and roll. Let's get some stuff going. Don't lose the fingers. That's right. Don't lose the digits. <laughs> Bye. You're digitless. <laughs>